even though this is something me and Joe from the Ordinary Joe's podcast already did, I decided on this podcast, we're going to talk about Loki. Loki. Yes, the god of mischief. Tom Hiddleston, Disney Plus series, Loki. So let's get this started. Welcome everyone, it's the Daily Podcast with your host, Eric B. Yes, we are going to talk about Loki. We're going to talk about Loki, the 2001 Loki series. And of course, just like every movie podcast that I do, I always throw a soundtrack in the back. And this one's just fitting enough to be the Loki Volume 1, Episode 1 through 3, original soundtrack by Natalie Holt. You can find on Apple iTunes. This is track number one called the TVA. TVA. So what did everyone think about Loki? What did everyone, how did everyone feel about Loki? This was the third Disney Plus release that they released on Disney Plus. We had WandaVision first. That was pretty good, kind of weird in a way. Um, Then we had the Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was kind of cool. Um, You know, cool adaptation of who the next Captain America was going to be. Kind of give us a backstory on Bucky Barnes. A little bit on Bucky, but more on, you know, the the, um, Captain America, the original Captain America, the real Captain America, Elijah Bradley, the original Captain America. Um, So, yeah, so that brought us then this third one. We all kind of waited for because in... 2000, well, in 2020 or 2019, when they did Endgame, Avengers Endgame, that was the very final uh, Avengers episode. The 2012, they decided to go back to 2012, right? That was the whole premise. Let's go back. Let's go steal um, the Infinity Stone so that way we can stop Thanos. Maybe we can wish everybody back and stop Thanos. So they went back in time. And one of those was to go back to 2012, New York. And try to steal the Tesseract there. Which they achieved. They stole the Tesseract for a good, what, 30, 40 seconds, right? And then Hulk was upset. Didn't want to walk down the stairs. Got angry because he had to walk down the stairs. And buzzes the door open when, and he says, what does he say? Hulk hit stairs. Hulk no like stairs. Busts the door open. Tony Stark in his undercover police outfit just happens to be walking by. Smashes Tony Stark's. The suitcase where the test rack was in comes flying out, comes flying open. Falls right in front of Tom Hiddleston's character, Loki. And this next soundtrack right here, this next song in this soundtrack, it's called New York 2012. So this is fitting enough that I'm talking about this. The Tesseract falls right in front of Loki. Loki's cuffed. He has the little, you know, the, what I call, we call the dog muff or whatever they call that there. And he picks it up and he disappears. And I played in the Ordinary Joe's podcast when we talked about it. I played the very beginning scene of Loki, which... 
when he takes the Tesseract, Thor is going, where's Loki? Where's Loki? Where's Loki? And that scene kind of starts off with the Avengers, um, you know, thing in the background, how they show the credit, the, the beginning credits of the Avengers where they show all, all the heroes. But instead of being the Avengers red like it usually is, it says Marvel, right? It says Marvel. It was Marvel green. It was green. Green with envy. So the movie starts off with Tom Hiddleston, episode one. He's going through, what is it, going through, is it the quantum realm? Is that what they're calling it? He's going through the quantum realm. He's flying through whatever, and then he lands in Mongolia, right? He lands in Mongolia. And then in Mongolia, kind of an Easter egg that a lot of people didn't realize. He's um, he's laying in the grass, or he's laying in the ground, and he's laying there in the sand. I said the grass. It's a desert, Eric. It's a desert. He's laying in the sand, and there's the Easter egg that they got from Tony Stark in Iron Man 1. When he leaves the cave he's flying his mach 1 you know the iron suit the real iron suit the one that's made of real iron he flies that escapes and he lands and the suit's all messed up of course he lands and the way tom hiddleston was lying there in the sand was kind of like an homage to um tony stark lying there in the sand as well so glorious purpose episode one is what we're talking about it was released on june 9th 2021 um pretty good gave us an idea of what happened to 2012 loki right so the good thing about this is this is 2012 loki so anything after 2012 in this loki's mind he did not understand or he didn't know what was going on so he didn't see him betray his mom he didn't see him betray his brother he didn't see Odin die. He didn't see all that because this is the 2012, what they call the variant. And that cool beginning scene, man, the, the beginning scene where they take him to the TVA, the Time Variant, the Time Variant Association. I think that's what it stands for. I have a shirt here somewhere and I don't. Time Variant Authority? Pulling out my shirt here. Yeah, Time Variant Authority. I think that's what it stands for. Time Variant Authority. He pulls, he's in the TVA, and Mobius, Owen Wilson, is there with him. And Mobius is the guy who, for some reason, we all knew was going to flip. And you know what? Spoiler alert if you guys haven't seen this, and I'm going to tell you right now. Spoiler alert because I'm going to be talking the hell out of this. You guys should have seen it already. If you're Disney Plus fans, you should have seen it already. Um, but if you haven't, spoiler alert, going out right now. So yeah, episode one, um, he's out of time. He's done. He's about to go to the TVA. They, they tell him the whole, like, you're a variant. You're not supposed to be here. They explained the whole variant thing to us. And the way they did it was kind of cool because it reminded me, and I said this in the Ordinary Joe's podcast, it kind of reminded me of a Saturday morning cartoon, right? You know, you remember the days you wake up, 7 30 8 o'clock in the morning you watch those saturday morning cartoons and it had miss minute who there was two 
it was two Miss Minutes. Wow, I just knew. It was two Miss Minutes. There was Tara Strong, and then there was Lauren uh, Rivard, who played Miss Minute. Um, Miss Minutes. Sorry, there was, I guess, you know, more than one minute. So it was Miss Minutes. Um, so in the beginning, when they were showing the whole, this is what a variant is. If you take something from something that's not supposed to happen and you create a new timeline um you pretty much become a variant so they were explaining that you know loki he's, he's sitting there he's like what the hell's going on here why am i here what's what's what is this place remember he just did the battle of new york he was about to go to asgard to get what prosecuted to get arrested because we did see in part two of thor Loki's in jail, right? So Loki, so that whole thing never happens to this Loki because he's stuck in, you know, this TVA. So the TVA, Owen Wilson is replaying everything for him. He's arrested. They're going through all this, all this, you know, things. Um, I did an interview with Aaron Buehler, who played the robot scanner. So in the beginning scenes of this episode, Glorious Purpose, like I said, um, there was a scanner. It was kind of like a metal detector. If you guys haven't watched the movie, uh, it was kind of like a metal detector. And Aaron Buehler, Buehler explains, this is a robot scanner. If you're a robot and you walk through here, you'll get disintegrated from the inside out. And for that one moment, that one moment, Loki wasn't sure if he was a robot or not. And that made us, that's kind of cool because it made us, 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 us viewers wonder if he is a robot or not too. We're like, wow, is this guy a robot? Is he not a robot? But yes, that was kind of cool. So he walks in. Now he's sitting in the room with Tom Hiddleston and Tom, not sorry, not Tom Hiddleston, Morbius, who's played by um, Owen Wilson, Morbius. Um, and it's funny because me and Joe in the Ordinary Joe's podcast, and I'm going to keep bringing up the Ordinary Joe's podcast because we did this just a while back. Um, we, I was waiting for Owen Wilson to do his catchphrase, "Kachow" from Cars, right? You know, we all know him as Lightning McQueen. We all know he's going to go, "Kachow." One day, one moment, he's going to go, "Kachow," but he didn't. He didn't do a but Joe pointed out, I wonder if he did his, his, his infamous, wow, wow, because I guess there's a YouTube going on, and you know, forgive me, because I, I don't know, but there's YouTubes going out right now, if you put Owen Wilson, wow, on YouTube, they have a compilation of him just going, wow, wow, and all his movies, Pretty sure he did it in cars as well. Wow. 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 So I told Joe, I'm going to have to go back and watch all six episodes because I'm pretty sure he says, wow. Maybe he says, pow. Maybe he says, I don't know. So, but I'm pretty sure he does say that. So we will go back right before season two starts. I will go back and watch that. But in season one, like I said, or in episode one, glorious purpose. He, um, Owen Wilson is telling him everything, showing him the story, what happened, and also showed him the future. Showed 
Loki that you're the one, you're the reason why the Dark Elves killed your mom. You told them, don't forget to take the stairs on the left. And they did. They took the stairs on the left. And sure enough, the Dark Elves go up there. They kill his mom. And he realized that. You know, and then Owen Wilson or Morbius, I'm going to start calling him Morbius. Morbius in the movie or the TV series is showing Thor say things like, you know, you're my brother. You've always been my brother. Shows um, Odin say, you're always my son. I love you like no other. You're always my son. So this mischievous Loki that before this event with the TVA, again, battled New York. He's the one that brought the Jatari warriors down from the little hole and Thanos was going to come over and take over the world kind of thing. Before all that, this was the mischievous Loki. This was the Loki that we couldn't trust. And it showed in, you know, Infinity War. It showed in Endgame was the only time that I felt bad for him is when Thanos took his neck, snapped it, and it said, no resurrection this time. My Thanos, my Thanos impression. Imagine if Thanos was Filipino. If Thanos was Filipino and he said that same exact thing, no resurrection this time, how would he sound as a Filipino guy? With a Filipino accent, would he, no resurrection this time. This time you're not going to come back alive. Right? Diba? See, that's the thing about Filipinos. That's why we cannot be a superhero because we can't just say that one phrase we have to explain everything right so we have no filipinos this time no resurrection because i killed you i snapped your neck diba i snapped your neck your neck is gone I, no more resurrection right diba so just funny funny anyway so that's the only time I felt bad for him. That's the only time I felt bad for him was in Endgame when Thanos snaps his neck and with the Thanos voice, no resurrection this time. Not with the Filipino accent, Thanos. Snaps his neck. He dies. We all kind of did the whole, oh man. Loki's gone. So we all knew that was the last time we were going to see Loki. We're done. Loki's never coming back. Till they brought him back. Disney, Disney Plus. With the Loki series, which we all, I'm a big Tom Hiddleston fan, so I'm glad. And if you guys don't know, I'm big on, I'm big on um, villains. I love villains. And when they kind of got rid of him, I was kind of like, oh man, that's kind of sad. So when they got rid of that, when they got rid of Tom Hiddleston, I was just like, man, what are they going to do next? How are they going to bring him back? They brought him back. He's now here with us, watching us on Loki. We're watching him on Loki. I'm sorry, Disney Plus on Loki. And, okay, so, you know, season one, they're showing uh, Morbius is doing everything that um, that we were wondering about. We were like, okay, this is what Loki's done. This is what Loki's been doing. And then they show us little Easter eggs. Not Easter eggs, but little, like, snippets. Like, we did the whole... D.B. Cooper scene. They show Morbius goes, D.B. Cooper, you played D.B. Cooper. So it was kind of like Morbius saying, 
wow, I did, wow, see, wow. You know what? Maybe that's a good scene where, where Morbius would say that. Wow, wow, D.B. Cooper, wow. So he plays a D.B. Cooper scene. And when D.B. Cooper, when he's jumping off the plane, I'm going to try to look for that scene right now. I'm logging on my Disney Plus as we speak. When, when Loki jumps off the plane as D.B. Cooper, we see D.B. Cooper played as Loki jumping off the plane, which was kind of cool because, hey, I was not expecting that at all. Not at all. I was not expecting the D.B. Cooper scene. I was not expecting, you know, him jumping off the plane and like, here's D.B. Cooper. Here's all this. I wasn't expecting that. Not at all. I was expecting something else. Here's the whole D.B. Cooper scene. So let me see if I can... Uh, let me pause this, raise the volume on here. This is one of my favorites. Let's go back a few minutes because he does tell him about D.B. Cooper. A liberator. Liberator. Eyeballs, maybe. He's showing all the, he's showing all the things Loki them. did in the past, is killing people. Hurting them? I don't have to play this game. I'm a god. What? Again, mischief, right? God. I don't see anything very mischievous about this. I'm a god. No, I don't suppose you do. Let's talk about your escapes. I'm a god. You're really good at doing awful things. Awful things, Morbius. What can I say? I'm a mischievous scamp. This is one of my favorites. Here it is. Showing D.B. Cooper. It's pretty cool, too. Is it? I was like, wow. Wow. Let's hear if Morbius... A.K.A. Owen Wilson says, wow. Thank you. It's the whole D.B. Cooper scene. He's on a plane. He looks like D.B. Cooper. He has the haircut like D.B. Cooper. He's handing the flight attendant a note. And the note, you know. Uh, miss. Yes, Mr. Cooper. You might want to take a look at that note. Because it's telling you I have, I have a bomb. bomb. I have a bomb. See? So they fly to Seattle because, you know, if you guys don't know the D.B. Cooper story, they land a plane in Seattle. They give him the money that he wants and three parachutes. I fail to see how this has any relevance or bearing. This is the good part. So he gives him the money. Loki's looking at the money right now. He's putting on his parachutes. Smiling with that grin. See you again someday. Heimdall, you better be ready. He's on the plane. He's getting ready to jump out. Here he goes, and Heimdall with the with the frost gets him, and money's flying all over the place. I can't believe you were DB Cooper. Come on. I was young, and I lost wow. a bet to Thor. Where was the TVA when I was meddling with these affairs of men? Well, we were right there with you, just surfing that sacred timeline. Wow. Also, oh, that had the timekeeper's seal of approval, did it? Well, I wouldn't think of it in terms of approval and disapproval. Wow. That's sort of a... So, that scene right there, to me, is kind of one of the cool scenes, because it, it let us... It made us wonder, is he D.B. Cooper? Was he D.B. Cooper? Was there ever such thing as D.B. Cooper when it came to something like this? This had something to do with D.B. Cooper. Anyways... 
that was a cool scene. That was, you know, everything that had to do with that. And the little Easter eggs like that was kind of cool. And if you guys watch Thor Ragnarok and you see in the beginning of the movie, uh, I forget the character's name, but inside that, that frost where, you know, the, 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 where they come in, he's bragging to the ladies about things that he took that he wasn't supposed to take, you know, like the M16, the machine guns. I forget the character's name, but he's he's bragging to the ladies about that. And he's like, these are my two favorite. And he's pointing at two M16 machine guns. And there there's a bunch of other things as well, a bunch of relevant, you know, artifacts from different parts of time that they took. So why did I, when he said Heimdall, please, brother, be ready for me. Were they trying to take money? For Asgard, I mean, this is something that they can tie in later on, but this is something that made me wonder why, why do they take money? Why do they need money? Why was Heimdall, who's, you know, Heimdall, supposed to be the good, one of the good guys. Why did Heimdall even help him? So it just made me wonder about that. Made me wonder, but you know, moving forward. So that was a good first episode. I mean, the whole episode was just kind of like building the character of introducing us to Morbius, introducing us to Loki and um, Gugu Mathabara. If I'm saying her name right, Gugu, Gugu, right? Gugu Mathabara played by Ravana. She was Ravana Renslayer. She was like the head of the TVA. She had like, she wanted to make sure that, you know, they I guess they say prune, which is the word prune Loki. Let's get rid of Loki. But if you guys watch the episodes, all uh, the series, Morbius was trying to hunt another Loki. There was another Loki in the works that they were trying to hunt. And the only way he can get that Loki was with another Loki. And... They were trying really hard. They were doing everything they can to get Loki, to find Loki or the variant Loki. He did say the Loki that were the, the person that we're hunting is you. We're trying to hunt you. We're trying to find you and we need your help. So that whole the whole thing was to try to find this Loki, this variant Loki that we didn't even know who it was yet. We're like, okay, who is this Loki? Let's find this Loki. Who is this Loki that they're trying to get? We don't know who the Loki is. We didn't know who the Loki was. We didn't. We didn't. We're thinking, you know, we're thinking it's a male Loki. We're thinking it's a Loki from, you know, from Asgard. We're thinking it's a Loki. We just don't know where this Loki is from. Um, but in episode two, the variant they go out, they take Loki, Tom Hiddleston's Loki, they take him on a little field trip. He's trying to show them um, the works, where this Loki is going to be, who this Loki is. So he's doing what he can to help them, to, to show them like, okay, this is what we need to do. This is how we have to find the Loki and this is the only way to get to the Loki. So there, he's bringing them with, with them. He's bringing them the TVA with them. He's bringing them to, or the TVA is bringing him with them, I guess you can say. Um, and they go out, they show the whole, whole thing with Loki. And then we still don't know if Loki's a female or not, right? Where we're like, well, who's this Loki? Is it a female? Is it not a female? Who is it? Who's the Loki? It didn't take till episode three 
Lamentis. Lamentis is the planet that they ended up landing on. Lamentis is a planet that they were going to end up, you know, dying together. Um, Loki figures out where's this Loki hiding? Loki's hiding in areas that, you know, because usually when there's a variant, something happens to the timeline. They show that there's a variant in this timeline. So Loki, Tom Hiddleston's Loki, smart enough to realize, you know what? He's hiding in apocalypses, Air, places that is going to, you know, we know is going to die or, or, or something's going to happen to it. You know, they even go to, um, they go to, uh, uh, was it Mount Vesuvius? Because they, that, that was an apocalypse that was going to happen. Any place that was going to have a, a apocalypse, that's where this variant Loki was hiding. So they went out, they looked, they looked, they went to a place in the south, um, I forget the name of the the it was, I forget the name of it, but it was a it was a supermarket, kind of like a Target, kind of remind me of a Target, and then there he sees Loki. He sees Sofia Di Martino, played by or played by Sofia Di Martino, and she was known as Sylvie. But the TVA just kept calling her Loki. You're not. You're Loki. You're not this. You're not that. And then we're wondering, okay, there's a female Loki. We all heard it. We all heard the stories that there's a female Loki. There's this Loki. There's that Loki. But then, you know, we were like, who's this Loki? Episode four, season one, we kind of get, this is this is the beginning of episode four. But we kind of get the whole glimpse on who Sylvie is. So we're going to go down this real quick. We're going to wait till this finishes up. This is the whole Marvel theme. Like I said, they usually do in the beginning. And it's in Loki Green. Marvel Studios is in Loki Green. So this beginning scene, episode four, they show us back in Ragnarok. And Ravenna, Ravenna Renslayer. See, they're showing Ragnarok in this one. It's kind of cool to bring us back to Ragnarok because we haven't seen Ragnarok. You see the Bifrost, you see the, the br Bifrost bridge. Dragon swoops towards the palace. That's Sylvie right there. And flies over, defeats the dragon, and saves Asgard. Now Ravenna's walking through the time warp. There's our variant. On the authority of the timekeepers, I hereby arrest you for crimes against the sacred timeline. Reset it. Wait! Reset it. They take these little things, they put it on the ground, it resets the timeline. It erases it from, you know, existence. I don't know. But now she's in the TVA. She's only like eight or nine years old here. She's wearing the whole Loki outfit. They're showing the TVA, Time Variance Authority. They're showing Ravina in her TVA outfit. So they're doing the whole thing. Everything that they're showing, they showed us in episode one, they're showing here as well. They have the bookkeeper sign everything you said. There's my friend Aaron Buehler. Walk if you're not. You're not a robot. You're not going to get disintegrated. She bites Ravina, takes her time door. And she escapes just like that 
So Ravina's haunted. This is the beginning scene. She's haunted by that whole thing. That's the reason why she's trying to hunt this Loki. She's trying to find her and get her back because it's the one that got away. But Sylvie's telling us she took my childhood away. She did all this. She did all that. So she's trying to find the, the people in charge of the whole TVA. She's trying to find these people and trying to say, I'm going to take you down, you clown, because you took my childhood away. So that's what she's trying to do. Was it something that we wanted to see? Was it something that should have happened? So she's doing that. She's trying to get all these, you know, she's trying to get back into the TVA. She's trying to find who was in charge of taking her, who was in charge of putting her, you know, in this alternate universe. My, my thing was, why? And I brought this up in the Ornay Joe's podcast. Why? Why did they take her? What was their reasoning of taking her? What kind of variant was because it was because because she was a female variant? I mean, were we all supposed to be born, you know, with the sexuality that we're supposed to be in? I mean, hell, Loki, Tom Middleston mentions it later on that, you know, he's he likes him in all ways. Kind of gave us that hint that, you know, Loki's bisexual. And if you follow the whole Greek mythology and the whole Greek Loki, Loki is. He likes them in all shapes and forms. So, was she supposed to be a man but came out a little girl and that's why? And then why did you wait? till? And I brought this up again. Why did she wait till she was like 9 or 10? What kind of next event was she going to was she going to do? Maybe the TVA knew that this was the Nexus event that this she was going to do. Maybe the TVA knew that this is what she's going to end up doing. And we have to stop her before she does it. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. But it, it made me wonder, why did they take her? I mean, they never really said why. Just because she was a variant. Just because she was a girl. That's all we got. They never said the Nexus event, they never said what she's going to do, what effect will she have in the t sacred timeline that they had to take her. They never mentioned that. So that's why Ravina Renslayer is trying to hunt her down because she got away. Ravana Renslayer. I keep saying Ravina. Ravana Renslayer is trying to hunt her down because she got away. But Sylvie is trying to go back and she's trying to destroy the TVA. She's trying to find what we thought in the beginning of the movie was the sacred timekeepers. We kept talking about that in the comic books. The timekeepers are in charge of the sacred timeline. The timekeepers are in charge of this and that. So that's what we were waiting for. We were waiting for that. So, you know, movie goes on. They catch... They catch Sylvie. Loki's kind of having this feeling for her now. She's Loki's like, you know, and it's kind of cool because Jill brought this up. They weren't falling in love for each other because they're both Lokis, just different variants of Lokis. They were falling in love with themselves. 
So Loki does explain that he's mischievous and narcissistic. He loves himself. That's all he does. It's all about Loki. It's all about me. So when they were falling in love with each other, we looked at it as, wow, this is a love story, right? But Joe brought up that, no, this is not a love story. This is one person falling in love with himself, themselves, herself, because that's how narcissistic they are. And they even brought this up in Lamentis episode three, because they were going to die. They were dying in this planet. This planet was going to, you know, crash into the moon. The moon, the thing was over. But when they started feeling each other, when they started feeling their affections for each other, there was a spike in the timeline. And Morbius even said, have you seen a timeline this crazy before? And they said, no, we haven't. We've never seen one this crazy. So with that being said, they're going through all this. They're going through all that. They're trying to figure out where they are. They find them because of that spike. They arrest them. They arrest them. In episode two, the variant Loki escapes because he just finds out that Sylvie's a female. He finds out that Loki's a female. So he's trying to figure out, one, she's trying to figure out a way to get away. Um, and supposedly uh, him and Morbius created this, you know, like friendship together. And for him to run away from Morbius was kind of like a back backstabbing move for for loki to do and he was like you know i thought we had something i thought we had a plan no whatever whatever so he gets away you know that that happened in episode two and then in lamedius lamedius that's when loki and sylvie you know trying to sort of trust each other to try to figure out what's going on he's asking her what's going on she's telling him this is what the TVA did to me, and I'm trying to find, you know, who's in charge so I can destroy the TVA. That was her whole goal, destroy the TVA. Episode four, and there was only six episodes, right? So six episodes. Episodes four, the Nexus event. They get back to TVA. They get, they're caught. They're in TVA. And then um, in episode, what was it? Episode two. In episode two, uh, no, in episode um Two, yeah, episode two, the variant. Uh, Sylvie does something to one of the guards. B15, Hunter B15 is the guard's name, played by Wunmi Musaku. Awesome role. She played a good role. She couldn't get it out of her head that you did something to me and I can't get it out of my head. So in episode four, B15 was like, you did something to me. And I can't figure out what it was. So Sylvie tells her, you're all variants. Morbius in episode one was so into, no, we were here for a reason. We were born here. This is where we came from. This is what we do. This is how we do things. So Morbius was convinced, and so was B-15. Hunter B-15 was convinced, this is how things are done here in the TVA, because this is how we do things in the TVA. But what they didn't say was, they're all variants. 
They didn't say that they're all variants. They didn't. They didn't think they were all variants because somewhere down the line, just like Sylvie when she was a kid, they were kidnapped. So my theory is they kidnapped Sylvie to make her a hunter because she had good hunting skills. And because she was a female, she wasn't supposed to be part of the whole Loki universe because the whole Loki universe was, was all male, depending, or the whole variant was all male, depending if it was alligator Loki, kid Loki, old man Loki, boastful Loki, running for president Loki, they were all males. So we thought. So we thought. Next event, they're back in the TVA. They find a way out. Sylvie it's just like, we got to get out of here. They did. They found a way out. They found a way out. Um, Morbius is kind of upset because, you know, Loki got away from him. Loki escaped. He goes, I thought we were friends. So Morbius puts him in a time loop jail, which is kind of cool because in this jail, Loki's back in Asgard and he's in Asgard. He's just in this loop where one of the, the the ladies from Asgard, I forget what her name was. Let's see. I'm trying to find that scene here. Okay, here's the scene right here. Let's go ahead and just fast forward it till, till Morbius. Okay, here it is right here. Happy to share credit for that idea. Morbius? So Morbius already put Loki in this time loop jail, right? In there. Yeah. So the TVA is lying to me. He already puts him in a time loop jail. Loki is now in Asgard. B-15 is, is questioning everything now. She's kind of wondering. And here's Loki. He's sitting there, Asgard. You, you conniving, craven, pathetic worm. Seth, please, please, no Seth, more. Loki's. Please, I beg you. I, I'm a horrible person. I get it. I really am. I can't feel hair because I thought it'd be funny. And it's not. Uh, I crave attention. Because I'm... Because he's the god of mischief. I'm a, I'm a narcissist. Narcissist. And I suppose it's... I'm scared of being alone. So, he's, you know, in this time loop. And she's kicking him in the groin all the time. And she, she's going to do it again. Spoiler alert. You are alone. And you always will be. So this is episode four, the Nexus event. Here comes Morbius. He's like, you know, questioning the whole Kinda thing. Okay. You ready to talk? So this whole, you know, time loop jail, it's better than being prunes. Anyways, they, they find a way to get away. Morbius kind of believes what's going on with Loki. 
So in this episode, Morbius gets pruned because Loki tells them, you guys are all variants. You guys are not, you guys were not born here. You were taken from your world. And remember, Morbius kept looking at jet ski magazines and he didn't know why. He just said, oh, one day I'm going to have a jet ski and I'm going to go here and go there. You guys have this little thing, device, this little like pager cell phone device that they can go anywhere they want. So I don't know why they didn't. Or he didn't go just say, I'm going to go ride a jet ski for a quick minute. I don't know why he didn't do that. But he didn't. So that was, you know, that right there. Everything was pretty much kind of whatever. They they escape. It's called the Nexus event. And in this Nexus event episode, um, they find who was in charge. They find the whole TVA. They find the whole... Um, they find the whole uh, timekeepers. Then they find out that the timekeepers were fake. They were just the robot. They were androids. Sylvie and Ravana goes at it. They fight. They fight. They fight. And at the end of the movie, Loki gets pruned. If you guys don't know what pruning is or what they do in prunes, or, or it's kind of like they disintegrate you. But this was our first Easter egg, our first end scene Easter egg. And this is what it is right here. This is the end of the movie. Loki wakes up. And he's looking up to four different Lokis. He gets this pruned. Hell. Am I dead? Not yet. you will be unless you come with us wow i mean just just the song that loki has so yeah so he wakes up he's in a different dimension he's in what they call or what they say this is where they go when they prune everything so you had richard grant who played classic loki and he, he looked just like the classic Loki, the yellow outfit, everything that you can think of. Jack Veal, who played Kid Loki. Then Debo, Deboya O'Prell, who played boastful Loki. Then they had an alligator Loki that nobody was like, who's the alligator Loki? Was he really an alligator Loki? Was Or was he just an alligator dressed in the Loki crown headgear? But yeah, so that ends right there where they show them in... And this was um, the end of the Nexus event going into episode seven or episode five. There's only six episodes. What am I thinking about? Episode five, they go into journey into the mystery. So now they're inside the Nexus. They're inside the, not the Nexus. They're inside where everybody gets pruned. Now, Morbius gets pruned in the beginning of the Nexus event because he, again, he's believing that this is not real. Ravona's lying to us. There's a reason why she's lying to us. And, you know, if you watch the movie, there's events where that was going on. We weren't sure where where um, Morbius was thinking, where his head was, because Loki was filling it with the truth. Loki was telling him, this is what's going on. This is how it is. And Sylvie was kind of filling him with the truth as well. So they get into this whole scuffle. Loki's gone. He's gone out of the regular TVA timeline. He is now in 
this other world and and then in this episode the journey I'm trying to find that episode sorry and the journey um in episode five journey into the mystery i'm gonna go pull that up for you guys right here um they explain to loki where you are what are you doing why are you here and this is kind of a trippy beginning of the episode because it's like the doors were turning everything was going weird So let me see if I can find that scene right here. So now they're showing us this. It looked like New York, but destroyed, right? It looked like apocalypse New York. They, you can see, you can see uh, the Stark Tower in the background. Um, there was a big helmet of Ant-Man. Uh, you remember the, the person who played um, the villain in Ant-Man? Um, uh, you can see his helmet in the background um you can see uh a bunch of easter eggs in the background thanos's helicopter is in the background this is what he's they explain to him what's going on there's a big purple cloud in the background this place where are we who are you is it the void that's a where his lunch come on and so life is like this big purple monster it looks like just a big cloud. It's the beginning scene of Loki's, like when they do the whole Loki thing. I'm as in the dark as you are. So this is the scene where, where um, Sylvie is like, "Where are we? Where? What'd you do with him?" And Sylvie ends up pruning herself to get into this dimension because he, it, she it? needs to find Loki. She wants to find Loki, and then I'm gonna fast forward it to back to where they explained who they are and again all the easter eggs you can see here is the pirate ship everyone's wondering if that's jack sparrow's pirate ship disney marvel they are owned by each other take a quick breather so i can ask several thousand questions Tom, gotta keep moving so we don't die i can get behind that or what's your plan don't die okay understood but beyond that don't die don't die isn't the plan there's a general demand of living if you're loki's you should always have a plan will someone please explain to me what the hell is going on Look, it's been a very, very, very trying past few days. Few days? Months. I don't even know how long it's been since New York. All I know is I got pruned and I woke up here and now I'm surrounded by variants of myself plus variants. an alligator, which I'm heartbroken to report I didn't even find all that strange. And now we're running from God knows what, trying to get to God knows where, when what I need to be doing is trying to find a way back to the TVA. Stop wailing or you will signal a lion. A lion. You mean the monster in the sky? Kid Loki is kind of crazy here. Thank you. This is the place where the TVA dumps its rubbish. Here's the explanation. And Elias, he ensures none of it ever returns. It's a living tempest that consumes matter and energy. They send entire branched realities here that are devoured in an instant. We're in a shark tank. Elias is the shark. Oh, there's no such thing as an alligator tank. Besides, it's a better metaphor. <laughs> He's overly sensitive like the rest of us. Hang on. You're telling me that thing's a Loki too? Oh, yes. <laughs> He's looking at the okay. alligator. Fine. Willing to accept that. Why are there so many of you? Because Loki survive. That's just what we do. Great. So how do we escape? We don't. 
We don't. All of us were arrested by the TVA and pruned, just like you. And just like you're doing right now, we all stood around making bad plans that went nowhere. Yes, but if you thought of using a tempad. Oh, the one thing that could easily get us out of here. We yes. don't have one. They're all over the place, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. What about causing a Nexus event? The TVA doesn't care what happens here. Well, surely there's something to do. There is. Survive. Survive. That's all there is. All there ever was. We're done talking. Let's go. So, Sylvie prunes herself. She ends up here. She's trying to find Loki because she knows, she figured out if you're trying to hide the end of time, where would you hide it? And this is where it was. You have a big monster who's, you know, trying to make sure everyone's dead, make sure everyone's gone. And this is the first time that we see the variant Lokis. This besides Sylvie, this is the first time. And in this episode, um, this is Journey into the Mystery. This is episode five. Loki or, or Sylvie is trying to find Loki and then they find Morbius. Morbius finds Sylvie. They're trying to save each other. And then um, this is the scene where all the Lokis are now here. This is kind of cool. And again, you bastard. You led the wolves to our door. We prefer snakes to wolves. I've eaten them both. They die just the same. Apologies, my leech. I betrayed you. And now I'm king. About that. <laughs> you can't be serious. Come on. What did you expect? That was not the bargain. I gave you our location. In exchange for shelter and supplies, you give me your army and I take the throne. Ah, yes. Not so good a bargain. How about this one? My army, my throne. About that. It's like Beef all the Lokis. Scrubs? We had a deal! Why the hell is there an alligator in alligator. here? He's not So it just shows you that all Lokis can't trust each other, right? All the Lokis turned on each other. All the Lokis were like, nope, we're all going to turn on you. And this was just our first scene or our first you know, visual effects or visuals of all the Lokis that were in this movie, which is kind of cool. There was different Lokis. That one Loki that was speaking, that was Tom Hiddleston as well. And the way Tom Hiddleston's role and the way he his character development just went from, you know, like, I don't trust you, Loki, to, yeah, man, I do trust you, Loki. And then that one character, I kind of wish they brought them back. And maybe, maybe Disney Plus will show us an episode of the, you know, the Lokis fighting each other here in this dimension. Maybe Disney plus, if you're listening, that's what you should do. That's how you should do it. But yes, it was kind of cool. Kind of cool. The way they did that. Um, I, I love the way they brought the different Lokis here. So in this episode, episode, um, what I say? Episode five, a, a journey to the mystery. So they find Elioth. They bring, find a way to get Elioth. They, and um, Sylvie has this power where she can enchant people. So everybody thought she was Enchantress. Who Enchantress and WandaVision has a similar thing together. You know, so Enchantress, her thing is green. And Sylvie's little enchanting thing is green also. So maybe she is Enchantress. We don't know. We haven't been told. But they find a way to entrance what's his name um Elioth, which is they call him the guard dog 
And then once they do that, they find the castle that they need to get to. They get to the castle. They find their way into the castle. They're just in there doing what they're supposed to do. They're trying to find out who this person is that's involved with with the TVA, who this person is that is in charge of this sacred timeline. Who is this person? Who's the person involved? Who is this? Everyone's wondering. We all had our speculations. This scene, they're walking through the castle, the beginning of the castle, or they call the citadel, and they're walking through. Doors are opening. Let me fast forward this real quick. It's kind of scary. And then the first jump scare. Not that. The first jump scare happens while they're walking. They're showing statues. It's dark. It's... She can't see... That jump scare. Miss Minutes. Welcome to the Citadel at the end of time. End of time. Come on. Congratulations. Y'all had an awfully long journey to get here. He's impressed. Who's impressed? Who's impressed? He who remains. He who remains. And who is he? He created all. And he controls all. Who is that? At the end, it is only he who remains. He who remains. And he wants to offer you a deal. What's the deal? He's been making a few creative adjustments. And he's worked it out so we can reinsert both of y'all back into the timeline in a way that won't disrupt things. Hmm. What's that? Mm-hmm. The TVA can keep doing its vital work, and y'all can live the lives you've always wanted. What is and that? What have we always wanted? Now, don't play coy with me, mister. Coy. You know how you got into this mess. What? The Battle of New York, silly. Silly? You versus those self-righteous Avengers. How would you like to win? But not just there. You can kill Thanos. You want the Infinity Gauntlet? Yes. Yours. Throne of Asgard? Yes. No problem. What about you, Missy? All those years on the run, desperate, alone. How would you like to wake up tomorrow with just a lifetime of happy memories? I would have taken that. Loki's in the same place. Both of us. Together on the timeline. It's crazy. I would have taken that. But he could make it work. All of it. Everything. Everything. Exactly the way you've always wanted. And you can have it all together. Now, of course, that's the easy way out. If they did that, then the movie would have been over. And we were only seven minutes into the final episode right here. So, of course, it's not going to happen. Season finale, episode six. Morbius is now back in the TVA. Morbius is talking to Ravana and asking Ravana, why is this going on? What the hell happened? Why is this and why is that? B-15, Hunter B-15 realizes you're, you're just a variant. You, you were taken as well. You had nothing to do with, you know, all this, all that. Then they meet he who remains. He who remains shows up in the final episode. Everyone's like, who is he? Who is 
He Who Remains, played by Jonathan Majors. And everyone already knows, if you're a big MCU, you follow the MCU, you follow everything about the MCU, you already know Jonathan Majors is going to be playing Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man and the Wasp Part 3. Quantumania, I think that's the name of the, the, the movie. Um, and they never call him He Who Remains here. He's just, I mean, they never call him Kang the Conqueror, but he does say, I've been given many names. He, he explains the different Kangs, why he's the only Kang there. And they said he's the nicest Kang out of all of them. And if he kills me, if you kill me, you know, the different variant Kangs will come out. And he does explain that the only reason why he's there is because he had to get rid of all the different variant Kangs. And there was one that was worse than him. And that probably is Kang the Conqueror. So they wanted to make sure that he's gone. I want to get rid of him. You're done. Sylvie wanted to get rid of him. Loki was kind of given second thoughts. Loki was like, well, you know what? Maybe he's telling the truth. The whole, they did this whole Kang or he who remains did this animation thing where he showed the different Kangs, the different, you know, the battle, um, the timeline battle. And he shows it, he, he showed it pretty well. He explained it to me. He made me convinced that you, we shouldn't kill him. He convinced me that we shouldn't kill him. But Sylvie does. Sylvie kills him. After Sylvie kills him, Ravana leaves the TVA. Morbius goes, where are you going? She says, to find free will. To find free will. Maybe. And everyone knows. Again, if you follow the comic books, if you're a big MCU nerd, I'm not a big nerd, but I do follow comic books. Everybody knows Ravana is dating King the Conqueror. So, is King the Conqueror really pulling all the strings? Is King the Conqueror the reason why they got to the Citadel so easily? Is King the Conqueror ready to battle out with these Lokis? And again, we know for sure Ant-Man and the Wasp Part 3 is supposed to be coming out in 2000. I'm trying to look when it's supposed to be coming out. It's supposed to be coming out in the next couple of years. But we don't know. I'm trying to think when. It is called Quantum Mania. Um, I don't have an exact date. 2023 is what IMDb is showing. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Let's see if they have any uh, supposedly, you know, cast members on here yet um jonathan majors king the conqueror paul rudd so the 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 main character is evangeline lily uh who plays hope michael douglas dr pym his wife janet van dyme cassie now see this is if we want to go into details i'm gonna go into details here michelle pfeiffer janet van dyne was in the quantum realm for how long she was in there for a while, right? And then in the Easter eggs, you could see King of the Conqueror's Metropolis, Atopolis. You can see that in the background. So 
Is that? Is that? Where is Janet Van Dyne going to be the bad guy? I think so. My Easter egg. I think so. I think so. But man, Loki, good episode. Good episode. Good series. I'm kind of glad they did this. Um, kind of glad they went and did what, what they showed us. What after? What happened ha- after he took the Tesseract? I'm kind of glad they didn't kill him off. You know, I'm a, again, I'm a big Loki fan. I'm a big Tom Hiddleston fan. So I'm glad they didn't kill him off. So what's next? Season two is supposed to come out. But again, I did mention Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, and then Spider-Man, No Way Home is all supposed to tie in the quantum realm, the timeline. So did this start this whole thing? Did um, Sylvie killing He Who Remains cause this Nexus event? Maybe this is why they got her from the TVA or from Asgard. Maybe they knew that this is what she's going to do and they had to prevent this from happening. Maybe that's why they got her. I don't know. I don't know, but it's cool to try to figure out what's this, what's going, what's going to happen. It's cool to find out when this is going to happen again. Season two is going to supposed to come out. We don't know next year with COVID. Um, we don't know what's going to come out next year. We don't know if it's, if it's going to be two years from now. Um, are we going to wait till Quantum Mania, which is coming out in two years, to find out what happens then? We don't know. We don't know. But until then, we're just going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait and find out when. But, man, this has been fun. I love doing these reviews. This is a review. Again, I told Joe the last time we did this, I did a review when I did um, when I did uh, Black Widow. It's kind of hard to do a review by yourself because you couldn't really speak to nobody but yourself. But this was fun. This was fun. This was fun. I went through details. I went through different episodes. Um, gave major spoiler alerts. So if you guys didn't watch the movie spoiler alert please watch the season please watch all six episodes please watch it please do but until next time thank you guys for listening this is the daily podcast with me eric b follow me on instagram facebook youtube i do have a vlog called the daily vlog with me eric b that i haven't done a daily vlog with yet but trust me i think i will not sure when but i will but until next time thank you guys for listening Thank you guys for sitting here for this hour and two minutes on my podcast, listening to the podcast. Until next time, thank you guys for listening. The podcast has ended. Go in peace. You know I can't leave you without the Easter egg of Loki. Loki's back in the TVA. He sees Morbius in B-15. Does he want us to just let them all branch? Well, at this point, how are we even going to stop it? We can't! What? What'd you say? It's done, Mobius. Uh, we made a terrible mistake. What's done? What's done? We freed the timeline. We found him. Beyond the storm. A citadel at the end of time. He's terrifying. He planned 
everything. He's seen everything. He knows everything. It's complicated. Okay? Listen to this. Listen but to this. Someone is coming. Countless different versions of a very dangerous person, and they're all set on war. We need to prepare. Take it easy. You're an analyst, right? What division what? are you from? What are you talking about? Who are you? What's he your name? Who is? Boots on the ground now, Archives. Who are you? Who are you? He went into a different timeline. That's how the season ends. Crazy.